This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is brought to you in association with Wednesday Picks, the free-to-play game where you can bag yourself a share of £1,000 just by answering a few questions based on our upcoming fixture. Just head to the iOS App Store or the Google Play Store to download the app and enter your predictions. You have to be over 18 to play. Please play responsibly and be gambleaware.org. Hi guys, this is Chris Lyons. I'm Gerald Subon. Marcus Hudgay. Dave Lucas. I'm Glenn Lovens. I'm Daniel Pudillo. And I love listening to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Uh, the season's rapidly approaching its end. And if I'm being perfectly honest, it can't come soon enough. Uh, I'm James, this is episode number 29. Uh, and as always, I'm joined by Jamie. How's it going, mate? You alright? Yeah, good as we can be as usual, mate. Good, good stuff. I see you've been out and about this week. Uh, I did that first draft pint taste. <laughs> Felt class to me. It did actually feel class to me. A good start to the week. Um, and it soon obviously dampened and got ruined by the usual Wednesday stuff, which it, it always does, doesn't it? And it's just going to stop affecting you. Honestly, honest to God, James, I know it sounds daft and a lot of Wednesday fans are going to disagree with me on this, but I know there'll be a few out there that'll think the same. I'm actually looking forward to League One. I'm not joking. I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to it, to just thinking about signing all these players that aren't very good, that, that might score loads of goals and going to all these crap grounds if we're allowed to. And I, I don't know. I'm just looking forward to it. I've, I've just got past, I've gone past caring so much about playing crap and being in this division and just looking forward to my, maybe winning a few games and having a good, good few days out. I know, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm exactly the same. I mean, when when Chan Siri came in, and he said that uh, we're going to get you out of the championship. I, I didn't really think that he meant yeah. going down into League One. All the way <laughs> around. I mean? yeah. <laughs> but this this is where we are now, isn't it? I mean, we've got two games to talk about. We've got there were Swansea midweek, which we lost two nil, uh, and then it's going into weekend. You know, we couldn't hold on to that one nil lead against ten men. Obviously, we had a penalty that we missed. Uh, numerous chances that we just didn't put to bed. Obviously, that one finished 1-1. One point from two games in a relegation fight, although most, us both included, you know, thought it were a foregone conclusion many weeks ago. It just isn't good enough, is it? 
top and bottom of it. It's just not good enough. It's not, it's not me. It's not me. And like you normally we like we always do this way. We'll go through. I ain't wrote nothing. I know. And you know what I'm like, James. Like you like to get everything sorted, prepared. Whether I don't write anything down. If I do, it's bullet points. about I ain't wrote nothing down today because I don't need to. I don't need to think about this moment in that game because it don't matter. Like Swansea. Going back to Swansea instead of an, analysing game and this and that, we, we don't need to, do we? You know what I mean? We, we lost 2 0. We, we we, it weren't worst ever performance on planet, but we lost 2 0. We, we were crap. And then you look at game on Saturday. Yeah, I think everybody on planet, James, I think I don't even need to say this. I think all, all the fans knew. Like, I was one of the 50% that, even though like, I didn't write saying, I just knew it would happen. I knew they were going to score. Miss penalty, as soon as we missed that penalty, that I knew it. Like at Bramall Lane, when Wednesday drew 0 0 with United, when Dawson saved that penalty from United, I knew they weren't going to score then. Like, that, anyway, just like this. I knew, and half at players, half at fans, were on the internet going, "Well, you know what's coming, you know what's coming." And then half of them was sat there knowing what was coming. We don't even need to talk about it. We all knew what was coming. It didn't matter if we hit bar, if we hit this, whatever happened, we knew that was going to happen. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just surprised it went two one in the end. Like, I know that's I mean, I know, I know. It's it's terrible. I mean, yeah, I'd say we'll come on to come on to that in a in a bit. But I, I just I just want to go back to Swansea game. I mean, we spoke about Tom Lee's, didn't we, last last week, and we were saying that. Oh, yeah. Everyone's God, singing his praises and stuff. Everyone, everyone's saying that he's, you know, he's, he's been solid this year. And this, I think, I think he has been probably the best out of a shit bunch. But he's not been good. He's not been great. He's been. To be fair, I, I mean, and yeah, and then like, what? Well, I don't know how many minutes it were. Twenty off minute or something like that. But I thought we set off quite well. It, it, it reminded me of Watford game. I thought that we we were playing well. Playing well, but we aren't causing any real problems. Swansea didn't have to get out of first gear in that no, game. No, they same. Watford didn't get out of first gear either. And then, Tom, I mean, I know that pass from Bannon were a, you know, a bit of a shit pass. But yeah, but it doesn't matter, James, does it? The, the, the professional matter. footballers. Yeah, I know. It doesn't matter how bad the pass were. It doesn't matter how bad the fucking pass were. God, I swore. Like, it doesn't matter, matter how bad the pass were, right? He's a professional footballer. Oh, he's put him in trouble. It doesn't matter. What, what did I say on last podcast? I literally said, we're playing front back, and I don't know what you're like, but every time Tom Lees gets ball, you cover. And again, like Reading, against Reading, but Bernard did it, and then he got sent off. Then it was Daniel. We looked comfortable. It was the same there. It was just the same every fucking time. He's shit. He's shit. He's shit. He's overrated. I don't care how much he gets slated or whatever. I hate pinpointing players. He's way overrated. When one about starting fresh, he's definitely one that needs to go. I don't care what anyone says. If not, if not, if not anything, he's one of them where everybody's like, right, he's he's a good player. He's this, and he's got too much expectation. Just get rid. Like, at least he can't control a ball. It's all right, James. Um, I hope he gets better. Obviously, all that, and I hope he's in charge. And he will be, I'm sure. But all I'm hearing everywhere is, yeah, they've had 100 more passes in that game than normal. I love what he's styling, this and that, blah, blah, blah. But listen to me, right? I'd rather have 100 less passes than pass front back and give a goal away like that all the time. What what does it matter if we're having 100 more passes in a game? What the what the hell? I just, everybody's going on about it. Yeah, I love what he's... They're all saying I love this style, that we had 100 more passes in that game than that one. We had 90 more. Who cares? I can stand there on a park with you and pass ball to you 90 times right quick, or I could have one pass over the top to put you through one-on-one and you score. What's what's more important than ninety nine shit passes? Or I, I can't even explain how much that angers me. I know, I, I know. I mean, with, with that Lee's thing again, it, I don't even know what you're trying to do. Like, ball comes to him, he just needs to deal with it, and he don't do he don't, he don't know. He, he don't deal with it. He don't make a pass. He just well, I have no idea. And then that Ayu just comes in and pushes him off at ball like he were, like he weren't even there. Like it was like year eleven against year seven. Pushed him off yep. the ball. Next minute, bish bash bosh, one nil, and then it's just, and then well, we know what happens though. Over. Game over. You know, 
I was going to come on to it later on. Um, with me, you know, you know, like my statistics and what have you. But I'm just going to read. I'm just going to read them out for you now because it, it's it, it, like this is the reason why we are currently sat 23rd and could potentially go down as bottom of the of, of championship. We, we've beat so 22 games. We've gone behind and we've had 22 defeats. That is so. When we go behind, we don't pick up a point. That is that is absolutely pathetic. Like this is football, right? There's going to be times where you do concede a goal and you go one behind. You've got to have the fight and you've got to have the something about you to to you know to claw it back and, and score points when when you're not playing well or you know when you, when you do go behind. I'm not asking for them to win every game, but just to not even get a point when they go behind, they just roll over. is absolutely terrible. And then not only that. We've also, there's been 22 games where we've been winning as well, which is actually, I think there's only six or seven teams that have been winning more games than what we have. And we've only come away with 11 wins, six draws and five defeats. So yes, basically, when we, when, we, when we go 1-0 up, there's a 50-50 chance that we're going to win the game. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That is, that, we just can't finish teams off. You know, the, you know what the scary thing is? The scary thing is when we go 1-0 up, there's a 20% chance we're going to lose. That's what's mad. Like yeah. lose, but but like James, what you on about there? When you're saying that about all this, you know the scary thing is going back to when Neil Thompson was in charge, and, and I was saying, if you remember me saying, I was saying, what's what's promising? What's promising is we've just got our relegation zone, and we've won six in nine, and we haven't played well. We've got lucky; they've missed an, uh, an open net, they've missed this, they've missed that. So the good, the promising thing is when we actually play better, we'll get more points. But that's that shows how shit we have been because them games we shouldn't have won, we shouldn't have won. So we got lucky in every one of them games. But you thought, you know, we're getting lucky when we play well, we'll push on. But we haven't. We've carried on playing like that, but they've just. Teams have been scoring more. That's all the only difference has been. If if we could have honestly got the worst ever history of points if it weren't for them six wins in nine that we shouldn't have really got anyway. They're only what were what were convincing in all of them games. I know that Derby game, that that against Derby, we were terrible. That one sky, wasn't it? I know that was the most that was the biggest Rob, robbery ever, but think about this season. You can say you've been robbed and always, but Luton 2 0 up, then we, we're amazing. But we didn't get robbed, we just second off, it was just not even worth talking about. But I'm what the games this season, apart from Cardiff, have you have we been comfortable, not comfortable, but what what game have we won by more than a goal or or you felt like that, yeah, that is it, that is the only one. I think I think Cardiff is the only one game we've won. I think it's, that's the only game that we've scored more than two goals in as well, which is like another. I, I, Honestly, when when you look at it, I know you know people can talk about you know Tom Lee's mistake, and they can talk about Barry Bannon missing the penalty, and they can talk about all these things. But these aren't these things; these mistakes are not what has cost us, you know, our place in Championship. It's your losing twice to Rotherham, losing to Coventry, losing to Millwall when we were one 0 up, losing to Birmingham. Losing to Wickham earlier on in the season as well. It's all these defeats that against the teams that are around us. That's what sent us down. It's the you know absolute abject performance against against Rotherham at, at the New York Stadium. That would that was like probably the worst game I've seen all season. And yeah. it's all these things put together. It's the fact that we've had three, four managers, whatever it's been uh, throughout the course of the season. If you can include Thompson as as well in that one, it's all these things put together. That it's just been an absolute horror horror show of a season. It's just I, I, you know, and even without these six points deduction, we'd still be in relegation zone. So if people can't even say, oh, it's because it's because it points deduction either. I mean, just going going back to that Swansea game, I thought I thought we we, we did create crap. a few chances. We well, yeah, but I, th- I think we've created chances, but we just 
we just can't put any chances to bed. Like we, we, we. I don't know what we're doing in training. Are, are we, are we working on this finishing? Well, Bristol City on Saturday, right? We dominated that game, right? We've had some good runs. Banner had some good runs, but what, what did we have? Three shots on target. Do you know what I mean? That, I know. And that, like, that's that's quite a lot. What it's for us, with what it, it, it's it's ridiculous. We had they had ten men from the twentieth minute. Like from the twentieth minute, when we go down to ten men, what happens? We lose three nil. Like we, we got down. We always that's what happens every game. Like, but we always yeah. you, you get the very. I would I would honestly say on Saturday, this is no bullshit. On Saturday, I would not have chose any other team in that division to be playing at home anywhere anywhere than Bristol City. Like I wouldn't have chosen this. The, the well, all, terrible run, weren't they? Terrible run. This and that, whatever. Everything about it, right, was just it was. I thought five nil again, me, especially when they went one nil up, but. To do that, to go ahead early, that lead, and we're going to fight for this, fight for that, and blah, 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 miss a penalty, whatever. But just the 10 men all game, and like having these chances, that chance is not finishing it. It's just, it's it's horrendous. It is absolutely horrendous. It's funny when you said that, you know, when, when you said, it, you know, you thought we were going to batter him. I thought exactly the same. It was like a carbon copy at Cardiff game, weren't it? You know, scored after three, four minutes. One nil up, and then yeah, when he went down to 10 men, I thought, get ready. Like, this is this is it. We're going to, we're going to absolutely hammer him. But then, yeah, like you just said earlier, when Bannon's missed that penalty, I mean, people have said it's a shit penalty. I mean, keeper's it gone the right way and he's saved it. it. If, keep, if, keep, if keeper goes other way and it goes in, everyone's like, oh, it's a magic, it's a, it's a very good penalty. Keeper's gone right way, he's, he's, he's stopped it. Yeah. End of day, you know, you don't you don't score them all, but it's just the Wednesday way, isn't it? Yeah. And, but when that, like you said, when that, when that penalty got saved, I just thought exactly the same as you, here we go again. And then when Palmer yeah. hit post at bar, I just thought, it's not, you know, it's coming, it's coming. And and fair play to Bristol. I mean, they, you know, they, they did a game plan, didn't they? They didn't press us. They said, basically, they said to, to us, come on then, have a go. Knowing, they probably knew that our record that we've, you know, that we we, we lose or that we, you know, can't hold, hold on to a lead. And whilst ever it were 1-0 and time is ticking on, they were getting more and more, you know, in driving seat. And all they know is they've just got to nick a goal. And and they did. And, and honestly, I, I was just like lost for words when that goal went in. I just, I just kind of, you know, you know, like we've said before, where you get you used to get angry when you've conceded and you're like, you know, effing and jeffing. And you, it was just like a big sigh. You were just like, oh, yeah, I, I, mean? I, I looked at Telly, I looked at Telly and I went, they've fucking done it. They've actually done it. They've Everything all over, everyone's, I, I was just like trying to make myself feel better as if to, like wanting people in house to respond to go, well, you, you, you said it, you caught, but then came upstairs and punched walls and that's what I do. But it's, it's just like, like you say, it's just, there's no, if, if no words for it. I'm lost for words on it. Like, that's why I didn't need to write all down. I didn't need to know. I just, I have completely, completely just lost it. All love with the club this year, this season. I just want it to start next year to start now. Yeah. One, one thing, I, one thing I wrote down for uh, that Swansea game, I just thought we, we looked so pedestrian. We do absolutely no creativity, no imagination, no movement. You know, insert whatever word you want to put in there. They, they were just, devoid of any sort of like I said any attacking prowess or anything they were just I don't know they, they looked like they'd forgot what they needed to do I mean I know they were no, they were one nil down at this at this point in the second half but and you've got Barry Bannon again coming you know he's down the corner flag at one point what the hell is he doing down there like I get that we weren't playing very well but when he does that we, we play even worse like he needs to be further forward I keep saying it time and time again and people are probably sick and tired of me you know, talking about it, but whenever Barry Bannon plays, or Barry Banana, as you uh, as you called him, uh, whenever Barry Bannon plays uh, plays like deep, we, we just don't play very well at all. 
Um, another another one who had a terrible performance, and I know you're going to uh, probably comment on this one. Liam Shaw. I mean, I bet, what were you like when you, when you saw that his name were on the team sheet? I, 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 I'm, I'm sat here listening to you now, mate. I love you, and you know I love you, right? But I'm sat here listening to you, and I'm just I, honestly, I'm not listening. That's how much I'm. I can't, that's how much I can't. I can't honestly, mate. I can't function anything to do because what, when you're saying things, it's getting me angry again. Like Liam Shaw. When, what 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 did I think? Like I, I've got no words to explain why what thoughts I have for a player that has left us, that has signed to go to another club, that is tweeting stuff and Instagramming stuff about his friend's cars an hour after match, why he is anywhere near our squad and not just being completely pushed out and left out when he has got no input whatsoever on our game. He's done nothing. He hasn't done nothing. He gets sent off. He's got a bad attitude. Everything about the player it just needs to be nowhere near the club, just like Izzy Brown should have been sent back on loan years ago, just like... Kachunga, the worst. If he's an attacker, then I, I don't, I don't know, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, honest to God, I would put, I would. If you said to me now, and this is, you think I'm doing it to make you laugh and make people laugh. If you said to me now, you've got a million pound, you need to put put it on either him, on Kachunga or Westwood scoring it next game. Who would it be? And I would honestly put it on Westwood. There's more chance of him scoring from a goal kick. It's ridiculous what we have got at our club, and I'm just sick today. I can't even function properly thinking about it, mate. I mean, Liam Shaw. I mean, it probably his worst performance I've ever seen seen play. I felt like he just looked totally disinterested. Relegation battle. Again. He's going. Why is he here? Why is he in that team? Oh. Yeah, I know. He just looked terrible. Another one you just mentioned, Dizzy Brown, and he just apps. How is he Brown? He's a professional footballer. He's absolutely beyond me. When he first came to the club, he was a bit rusty. He'd not played in however many games. I get that. Like that, you know, that's why he goes on loan. Um, you know, to get his match fitness up and stuff like that. I get that. But when it were like the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh game in, and he's still as terrible as what he were, people's like, yeah, but look at his skill that he's got and stuff. I don't really care. He can't run. Like honestly, he needs a Zimmer frame to get around the pitch. Good against Leicester in pre-season. When we played pre-season, I watched that live on YouTube. He looked good there, and it looked like he had something. But as we speak now, I'm just going on him, Wikipedia, because I'm just I'm, I'm I'm going on Wikipedia now. And he's how old is he? He's 23, 24. Yes, just turned 24. He's 24, right? And he's been on loan, right? It's in the last six years. He's been on loan. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seventeen, right? So that. That's one year, a different club every year. And he's gone, so he's gone to Vietnamese, wherever they're called, all different countries. Vietnamese, one goal in 22, Rotherham, two in 20, Huddersfield, three in 15. That's what I read, quite decent. Brighton, none in 13, Leeds, none in one, pointless. Luton, one in 25. Well, all these teams like Luton, Luton, Huddersfield, Rotherham, that have had him alone, that don't want him again, that don't want him after. What, what, the, I can you imagine when he goes back to Chelsea and he turns up and their new manager, Chelsea new managers, he's looking at him and he's, he's thinking, what, the, what are you doing? Who's this, who's this guy here? What, what, what is he doing? Is he, he's been on loan. He's, he's a professional footballer, not only at Wednesday, but he's been, he's on loan from my club. Are you taking the piss? And is he brown over there going, listen, let me just write this tweet first and I'll have a chat with you. He's, he's a joker. Honestly, I mean, I, I've got I've got some tips for him anyway. He needs to get in his car, get on M1, it's drive right. south, Keep going and just fuck off back to back to Chelsea because he, he honestly we, we didn't even st- he didn't even start against Bristol. He didn't even, I don't I don't even think he even came on against Bristol. He's he's just terrible, honestly. He just he just annoys me every time he comes on. People say, oh, he needs a chance and this that, and the other. He's just shite. He is, and not only that, James. Like just thinking about it now, look, he's been on loan at season for Wednesday. He played 19, 19 out of forty five, whatever it is. So he's played off, and then all the subs 
when you look back at Luton, played half of their games. So whether it's injury or not, look, he played half on loan at Luton for a season. Brighton played Thinger. He was there for a season, played 13. They'll all be in subs. Rotherham, third for a season, played 20. It's not one club as he's been at. He's played more than half of games, whether it's injury, whether it's a sub. It's, just, it's, the, it's shocking. And I thought at the start, I thought I saw something in him. And this is why like, he, he, I, I can't talk about him anymore. I can't even, even international level, right? National team. Under 16s, two games. Under 17s, 12 games. Under 8, under 19s, 15 games. Under 20s, one game. And then it stopped. Like, it's, it, 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 I don't know what it, I don't know. He's basically a slag. Sorry if there's any slags listening, but you know. <laughs> if honestly, it's like what you said, though. If you go and learn that many times, and surely something's going to, like, twig and think well wait, wait a minute why is the team not tried to sign me you know he's not you know Chelsea aren't going to demand a lot of money for him are they you know what I mean like and if he's if he's good enough you'll pay it and he just ain't good enough I get the signing position we were in when we had to get loan signings and that you get it like he's not done all right at Luton or whatever why didn't Luton have him but anyway whatever reason it was it didn't you know when somebody's just crap or this thing of this bad effect or just send them back like, they're not paying out way just anyway we we know about sending him back. What about Jack Marriott? Like, who, who, who is he? I put on Facebook the other day. I put on Facebook the other day. I don't know if you saw it, but I put it all over Facebook. I said the four most pointless things I've seen, and it were um, a signature of Kim Olsen, a signature from John Bezweverick, a signature from Richard Evans. Somebody got anyway. What they most are rare things ever, and then a picture of Jack Marriott just walking through Wednesday changing room with a derby and a Wednesday badge on him. Like it's. It, I just don't get it. I don't understand. But, but it. Did, I think did you call him James Marriott as well? Yeah, I, I think someone picked you up on it. You're like, well, yeah, exactly. That's our point. People love to call you up on it, don't they? Don't you mean Jack Marriott? That, that's exactly my point. That's how much we. But I don't even know his his name. <laughs> I, bet, I bet he doesn't even know his name. I bet he doesn't even know his. Where do you where do you who do you play for me? I play for Wednesday. No, dark, oh shit, where did I? Who's paying me again for a broken leg? Which team is it? That it's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. We have a new podcast ready for you to download and listen to each and every Monday. So make sure you subscribe and you'll never miss an episode. Episode. This, this season, when we, when we talk about it now, it's, it's laughable, isn't it? We're laughing because I don't know, I don't know if it's a laugh or, or cry. It's We're going to come back next year. Next year's podcast, yeah. hopefully it's a promotion season from week one and we're, we're coming on from Stevenage and all that and we're having a laugh and we've just gone to Bolton and Keevan Lee's putting out chicken pastas and we were just we're having a laugh about everything. Do you know what I mean? Like he's fingers oh, crossed. I, I think what we need to do, what we do need to do though, is we need to get rid of Pelu Pese to Sunderland or something, just so he can score his first ever hat trick against Wednesday next season. Then we need to. What else do we need to do? We need, oh, finger this uh, last few games. We've only got a few games left. Linesman needs to score for the team because he hasn't oh, scored yeah. against Wednesday yet. That's one player that hasn't no. scored. And um, the pigeons that stand up roof, they need to get bag a goal in and all because everybody else has been scored one. <laughs> now I'm, I'm just gonna I'll move on to Bristol as well. Um, it's another game where, like, we set off. I mean, goal we scored. That that, that looked like being worked on training ground. You know, Bannon whipped it in cross. Windass at back stick pings it, pings it back, and then Burner again was it's you know he'd only scored one goal all like since he's since he's come to us. And the next minute he's popped up with two in two in two weeks. Another header. And yeah, like, like I just said, I, th- I thought that that were it. I thought, come on, let's you know, let's have a, let's have a go. Let's. Uh, you know, Bristol are a terrible side at the moment. They've, they've, they've I think they were worst form side um, yep. in the league at that mo- at that moment. And I thought, again, come on, let's, let's have a mean? go. What does that mean when somebody's playing well, not worst form? What does that mean? I know, but then we, like we just didn't take his chances. Like it's so frustrating. And when you, I go back to the, the Norwich game 
um, at home when we were 1-0 up. And to be fair, I thought we played quite well. And, and Norwich, had, I think they had two chances and goals they scored were, were like, were, I would say they were worldies. Yeah, they were, they were, they were worthy of winning a game, yeah. The ones that, they were the ones that if they didn't score I mean? them, could, yeah, I know what you mean. You know, Pookie's put it in top corner and then that Campwell's just bent it around Westwood. And I said, both yep. them goals, you've got to stand up and go, they're good, they're good goals then. But they only yep. had like two, three chances and they scored two goals and they won 2-1 and now they've got promoted at, you know, into the Premier League. We have 13 yep. chances. All right, you, you might say that um, they're not all clear cut. But again, I'm going, to, I'm going to use that, you know, XG, expected goals. XG for Wednesday was three. So the chances that we had, we should. What the, what the statistics are saying is, we should have scored three goal, three goals. That's how many chances we had, and we scored one. Like you know, we had a penalty for God's sake. Do you know what I mean? And I, I know when when you're down at the bottom, things don't quite go your go your way, and if luck goes against us and stuff. But oh, it just like we, we we should have we should have put them chances away, um, and we should have come away with more than a than a point. Because everyone everyone round is losing as well. I mean, Rotherham's lost again today so it's alright saying they've got all these games in hand you know they're not picking up a load, of, a load of points Derby lost on Friday I mean come on like Derby a team that we need to be you know if we are going to stay up this season I know we're not but the, as far as play, players are concerned they've got to fight for every point and Derby have lost so we're going into that game on Saturday knowing that Derby have already, already, already lost they're not picking up any points like surely that must you know that must spur them on and stuff and <clears throat> It's just like I know like what you said earlier. It just getting me frustrated and angry talking about it. I know. Just, I mean, did you that that penalty? Did, did you think it were a red card? I, I didn't think. You know, when I watched it back, I was thinking. I hope when when it said because I didn't watch it on iFollow at all. I watched it on Sky Sports News because I know it comes through every time there's a goal in. Um, when it says it'd been a sending off ball, ball, I already knew anyway because I've got all notifications on my phone, whatever. So I knew it was going to come up before it did on Sky Sports News. But all I was wishing when I saw it back was. I know, I had a feeling they were going to miss penalty, so I thought, I hope it's, I hope it's not a red. I was thinking, I hope it could have been something different because if it in and he misses and it will go in it net, then it could should have been two 0 But he's handled it online or something on purpose. Then it's just like that all over again when you look at Suarez and World Cup of Uruguay all the years ago where he'd done that and it's cost him game. Anyway, watched it back, and I don't even think it touched his hand. I thought it just hit bar wet, but it didn't. Then again, he didn't seem to go mad about it at all. So and I don't get it. But either way, it would just when it said Patterson had the strike and it was going in. I'm 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 not I'm not sat there thinking, hey, it's proper volley and it's good in top corner. I'm sat there thinking it's a scruffy hit and, and it exactly was like a com, complete Patterson hit. But when I've watched it, I'm sat there just laughing it, laughing at how everything that happened. He scuffed it, he's bounced all keeper. He didn't need to put his hand in there. Whether he touched it or not, I don't think it would go in. I didn't see many angles, blah, 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 blah. But that all comes down to penalty. I just think, I'm not blaming Bannon, I love Bannon. But when you're taking a penalty, the only thing you've got to do is hit the target with a bit of, with a bit of pace. I've said this for all my life because at least then it's going to get parried. That when it starts off, yeah, it might, I know what you mean. If he dives the other way, it's a good penalty and he's placed it right wherever. It's, there's never a bad penalty if it goes in. But with something it like that... It went in corner though, wouldn't it? But it went in corner, but not only that, if you hit it with a tiny bit of power, whatever, it, it can bounce off his knee and come back. It can do anything deflect. You've got to follow up like people are running in, but that would just... I thought it were pathetic, like either way, but like you say... I, th- I think it's just like... It's all it's, when, you, when you look back now, it's probably just the pressure. Like when you think about it, Bannon must have so much pressure on his shoulders. He must think like he's carrying. But James, but James again, keep it over. If keep it over the other way, it's not to do with pressure because he, when he's took that penalty, yeah, he might normally get it in another corner or something. But he might have looked at where keeper goes for penalties. He might have looked at this and that, like they do, like players do. Either way, it doesn't matter about pressure because he's hit the target. No matter how shit the penalty was, he's hit the target, right? So keeper dives out of the way. 
then that's a goal. It's not to do with pressure. Like he's a professional footballer who's never missed a penalty in his career. He's yeah, but I know. But I, I think I think it's just one of them ones where he's just like you just said. He's just kind of thought, I just need to hit the target. Like I can't miss if you know what I mean. So whereas when you when you see some some of these penalties that people take, and you know Harry Kane for example, I know he's like you know worlds you know worlds apart from anything that we've got. But he hits it and he hits side netting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they well, go look, in, look at he hits side netting with I pace. I know what you mean, but that's Harry Kane. Look at early on in the season. Look at I've just remembered two penalties. So Bristol City early on in this season when he scored, like it, yeah. it were it were a crap. It wasn't a good penalty. I've just remembered him. Bristol Birmingham away. I remember that. That went that went best penalty. I just fought him in top of my head. It, it, it's, it's it's because he wants responsibilities. Like now, if I'm Windass, if I'm a striker, I'm saying I'm taking this in training and everything. I'm saying I'm a striker. You've seen my finishes. He can finish Windass. You're saying I'm a striker. I'm I'm having responsibility and I'm taking this penalty. But nobody's doing that. Yeah. It's just like oh, it's all relies on banning. It all comes to banning. This is the thing we. That's what me and you have said all season in training. However, there's not one Barry Barry, Barry Bannon penalty I've ever seen where I've gone. Oh, 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 what a penalty! Do you know what I mean? He just takes yeah. it because he's he's got something about him. But yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, one thing. One thing that. I kind of disagreed with him. And I know obviously we're not there in training and stuff, but Jordan Rhodes didn't start again. Um, yeah. you know, he got, he's got dropped. I thought that would be harsh. I know he's not scored in a few games, but when we're down near the bottom, you know, we, we can't be relying on just Windass and Patterson to score all, the goals. All these, chances like, we're having, all these chances we're having as well. He's, he's, yeah. he'd took, he'd took, he's, that's a game for him where he'd have took five of them and scored five. That's the type of player he is. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know. Against Swansea, he didn't have the greatest of games and what have you. But like when we're going up against you know, know. Bristol City, we're, we're, you need we're a not a great scorer. side. The you pull. need a goal scorer, James. Yeah, exactly. And so just just play your player that's the, that's the goal scorer. Like we were talking, I think we were, when we were talking to uh, Neil Mellor, and you you were saying uh, about you know when when you score two hat tricks, yeah, you've scored six yeah. in two games, and then you, can, then you can play another four games and and not score. But you've still scored six, yeah. in, six in six, and that's that's same like with Jordan Rose. Like, yeah, he might not score in two or three games, but we're not scoring a great deal of goals anyway. When it's not like he's he's taking someone else's position. We're well, not, scored we're against Cardiff. Scored against Cardiff, didn't win. Right, with that massive yeah. win. We place ones that he doesn't score again. He's dropped. It's just a reoccurring thing with him. It's like he's just like he's never going to get the proper opportunity. Fans can say he's had it. He's had it. He's not. Whether he has or whether he hasn't, this is the most opportunity he's had in recent months, and he scored a few goals. He scored quite a few yeah. goals for us that we needed. Scott got us quite a few wins, Bournemouth, Barnsley, whatever. That there has got us nearly a quarter of the points for the season in two games. Like this is what I'm saying. Yeah. It's mental. He scored against Birmingham, um, Cardiff because he got that chance. All he needed against that Swansea game was one chance, and that one it will put to bed. It, I just again, it's, it's just I don't get it all. And then finally, assistant manager comes out and says, "Yeah, we needed to win that game. Fuck it, needed to win that game." But well, somebody's woke him up there. Somebody put fifty p in him because we need we've needed to win it since they started. They must have listened to this podcast, mate. They must have listened to it. Someone must have tipped him off saying, Jamie, Jamie's getting on his IOS about you not saying it's a must win. And he must have, uh, must have tipped him off, yeah. I mean, uh, another thing that, I've, that I want to pick up on as well is like Sam Hutchinson. I know everyone loves him, but that that yellow card that he picked up early on in that in that Bristol game, I know that's not lost as a game and stuff, but I was st- like, it's just stupid. Like, why is he even making that challenge? Now, for the rest of the game, he, he's not going to be the same person because he's you know he's on a yellow card. Like he, he can't be the the, the player that he that he you know that he wants to be because but it was just a, such a stupid challenge. Like 
he could have got sent off for it to be fair. He just comes straight through back at him. Like it would reckless challenge. And there's just no need for it. Like absolutely. He's done no it. No need. He's done it because of his reputation. He's done it. But like, I'm not saying it for a fight, but if I'm him and I'm seeing all this thing media, because this week it's been about how oh he's not saying but he's been good, but he's not saying play with he's not as ruthless anymore, blah 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 blah. There used to be Sam Hutchinson bingo, what I've seen him like and that on Twitter before when he's when he was guessing on when he was getting booked and all this. I've seen like comments from him and I think it's just him sort of I don't know, sort of saying like I'm still here, I'm still I don't know, just look at me, I'm on yellow card list again on I care sort of thing. I, I don't know what it was stupid, it, but that's Sam Hutchinson. But again, even though it's stupid, it's it's someone who's making tackles, who's doing something, who's fucking just trying to do something. Even though it was stupid, I don't know. I just I like Hutchinson. Yeah, it was stupid. Well, he's, Absolutely. When you say about making tackles, though, I don't know if you saw. I know you said you didn't, didn't didn't watch the whole game, but near the end, I, I, th- I think it was still one 0 at this point, and you know they've they've come forward, and then we've had a. Yeah. We've had a chance, and then and Pelly Pessi just just tackles one of their players and brings yeah. him down. Stupid yeah. challenge! Like he didn't need to make the challenge. And Bannon, like he seems frustrated. And I don't know what he says to him, but he's you know I know I know Bannon's done this a few you know a few weeks on trot, but he um it's like fruit ball down and what have you, and then like Pelly Pessi just didn't need to make that challenge. Like they they've got ten men. They're not you know. They're, they're not going to get out of their half, and then next minute, yeah, exactly. He's going nowhere, and the next minute they've got a free kick. They can lump it forward, and they can get get out of, out of their half. And it, like it just, when I used to play football, like or you used to like Sunday league football and stuff, and they're saying no foul, no foul. And these are like amateurs. Yeah. Not, don't touch him! Don't touch him! Don't touch him! You know it's like, yeah, but these are professional footballers that are getting paid. Yep. To play football, and surely they must know that when they're up against ten men, you don't need to foul them in their half because it's just going to give them a chance of, of getting out of there. Calm it down, off. calm it down, start front back. I know, I know, mate. And yeah. I watch, and I watch the, every, you know, all the highlights. I watch all the highlights at every game, every every after. Players, so I don't know what players are going to push up, and then they're just going to keepers going to lump it up, and then they've got a chance of you know a, a, a scoring a goal when, when they've got ten men. And I just think we just all these. I mean, look. I'm sure we made these mistakes when we played Cardiff and beat them five nil. But the fact that we were five nil up, we're not bothered. It's like you know, you don't pick up on these things. But the fact that we're down near bottom, we're picking up on every single minute detail, and we're and we're probably blowing it all out of, out of proportion. But that's what no, we're not. That's, we're like, not. that's how it makes you get though, isn't it? Yeah, we're not. We're not though. You, like against Cardiff, like I said, when they when they hit bar, I knew I knew no matter what happened, they could have had nine, nine penalties. He weren't going in that day. When he went one on one, and they were clearing it off line when it was three or four nil. And when they were scrambling online, when they had that chance, I don't know if you remember it, when they were just trying to scramble yeah. in, and I, and I would have stood laughing. I knew it weren't going in, and it would just meant it all that lot. But they didn't have these stupid free kicks in 90th minute. They didn't have it was just comfortable or whatever, and they were more relaxed than that. These tackles, like you know about Pelgi Pessi, he did it in Millwall, but he could he got a goal for him and whatever. He's just he just got back to normality then. But he's when he was having a run of games, he went. He were playing all right, and I think he's someone you keep in League One. To be honest, I think he is someone that I think in League One, Pelgi Pessi and Barry Bannon sent him in. I I don't think there's I, I think that's good. I'd take that in League One. Um, but these stupid tackles and stuff like that, he can't carry on. And I just think people like Pelly Pessy when he's in lower league, is is I don't know, is he going to be able, be able to handle it or is he going to be the best player we've got in midfield? Because it could be... Could well, be I'm, just, I'm just going to read out some of the players that are still under contract then for, ne- for next season. So if, so if everyone that's out of contract leaves... There's two James in there. There's two left in two years. 
Barry Bannon and, so, and um, Deli Bashiru that I left in 2023. There's only two players that are actually here in 2023. And Cameron Dawson as well, I think. Cameron Dawson's on like a four read or five them. year. Yeah. Go on, read them out. But, 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 yeah, so, so you know, after this season, we've got Cameron Dawson, Joe Wildsmith, Liam Palmer, Dominic Iofa, Shea Dunkley, Julian Berner, uh, Physio Deli Bashiru, uh, Barry Banana, as you call him, um, Massimo Luongo, Andre Green, Josh Windass, and Callum Patterson, and I think I tweeted out saying like that. That's a good team, that, yeah, isn't it? Like he said, it's it's an half decent team now. I think we need yeah. I think we need new keeper. I think Dawson and Wildsmith, like you said last week, they're, they're not young kids anymore, are they? They're not. They're not seventeen, eighteen year old. Like they, they sh- really, if they're going to be, if you know, if they're going to be out out of Atom. Like you said, they need to be number one. Like, and they're, and they're not. Like, why they're, they're, that? Like Dawson, why ain't he being loaned out and stuff? Like, why ain't you loaned him he's out? In, he's, he? he's injured, isn't he? He's still injured. He's had a bad injury. Yeah, but like, I didn't know he was still injured. Yeah. I know what you're saying though. Like Wildsmith, at the start of the season, like they were, they were, you know, they've got three goalkeepers. We don't need three goalkeepers. Like, we just need two. Like, get other one. Like you said, on a loan deal that you can yeah. recall. And then to get him playing playing games, even if it's even if it's Westwood, if he's out of favour, just get him get him out alone. Like I'm sure some, another team would snap his hands off to have Westwood, even if he's still. It doesn't matter if you send him to a League One side and you and, and we still pay his wages because what's yeah, the difference? What's pay, the difference in, in paying his wages anyway? And for not yeah. playing, you might as well get him in a, in a team, and then and then what could happen is they come out and go, actually, this keeper's very good, and I, I want to buy him, or. He just gets his match fitness up and sharpness up, and then he comes comes into the side. I mean, that, that's just something totally and on, on something totally different. But, but yeah, and like the, just you know where, the way I look at stuff, James. I always look at things like it's like you know when you play football manager as a kid and stuff like whatever, and then you get on, teams offered to, to sign a player on loan. It's never from a team in Premier League, whatever. It's always from lower leagues. So that's how you sort of judge get someone out on loan, get them better, whatever. So looking through the squad now, just looking. So for example, when you look at Sevan Aiken, it always Alex Alex thing he told us there. Miller told us he's got so much interest and he has got potential, that kid, but he's never fit. You look at Che Dunkley, he's brilliant, that kid, on social media. He's been in touch with me a lot. He shared, I'll speak about Max in a bit, that we sent, that fan I sent shirt to, but he shares everything. He writes good things and whatever. He's such a good player to have, but he's never fit and he's not being fit and you can't rely on him, which is a, sh- a massive shame. Then you've got thing looking at more players now. Iofa is amazing, yeah, but... You, you might come back a completely different player. You know how much since we've been doing this podcast, speaking to players, how much it affects people. But anyway, looking through the team now, let's just let me just name a few, for example. So you look at I don't so look at Kachunga. If if now he's on transfer list, who's going to sign Kachunga? What sort of teams? So you're looking at lower league one, because that you are, right? Then you're Rock, looking at Rochdale. people. But yeah, is he, is he Brown? He's not going out and loan to Championship next year. Like, no way. Then you look at other people. Like when you're on about Alex Hunt, people at like Alex Hunt, he's going to lead to top of League Two or very bottom League One. Then you look at other players. But Longo is quality, but he's never fit again. He's all injuries with a lot of players. I know Matt Penny, he's been linked to Bristol City, whatever, but he's, he's not a Championship player. I think we've all realised we, we were a bit upset with him because he was good and we always saw potential, but he just doesn't seem to have attitude or whatever. The fact, the fact I'm making is with these players that we've got, we're, we're, we're dying to get rid of each. Who would go to a championship team? Who's, who's been linked with Watford this week? Kind of, you've got Reach, yeah. whoever, that Reach that's going, and then you've got so you get rid of this person, get rid of this person, get rid of that person. And I get it that these players roads are good to championship, and you'll bang them in. But all these players that we're not thinking that are not good enough, they're not good enough. That we could get rid of these seven or eight players that aren't good enough, and that'll pay to keep two players that are good enough and pay them two yeah. wages. That's the way I see it. So instead of paying six shit players for five, six, seven grand a week. Pay 
to pay Jordan Rhodes who will bang them in in League One, I'm telling you, paying fucking still paying 40 grand a week and get rid of all them, just keep because we don't need them. But, but we a goal scorer like Rhodes in League One, you know what I'm saying? That's the point I'm making. It's just all been yeah. done wrong from top to bottom. Mate, I, t- I, t- I totally get you. I totally get what you're saying. Like, I, I, I agree with you in uh, in some way. I mean, I don't, I don't think that will, I don't think that will happen. If I'm being perfectly no, it won't, honest, it won't, I, don't, no, it won't, I don't think. It won't. Do you know what I mean? But, but yeah, he, he, you know, if we can keep Jordan Rhodes, I, I, yeah, I think he'll he will score goals in that league. Uh, he's getting, you know, he's, he's knocking on a bit, innit? Like maybe maybe that is his is his level now. I mean, one one couple uh, couple of points that other people have been making. Um, they're saying like, you know, we're not going to keep Barry Barry next season. We're not going to keep Ayo for championship, champ, championship clubs are going to sign him. Now, I mean, p- part of me at first, I, I, I kind of agreed with him thinking, yeah, why are they going to want to play in League One? But then I got, got me thinking, what's happening at the moment with, you know, COVID and everything? We're not in a buying market. Like, teams haven't got any money. Like, all these, all these, um, all these finances are coming out. Nobody's got any transfer funds. I'll say it on podcast now. I've said it to everyone. I keep seeing it and I keep biting my tongue, not replying. And I keep wanting to reply to everyone. They went, yeah, well, he's obviously signed a new deal so we could get a bit of money for him in summer when he leaves. He's not going anywhere. I'm telling you now. I'm telling you now. He's bought a new house we, over here. He's, he's very settled here. He's doing interviews, right? He's doing, you know, when, when do you see the player in an interview and he goes, I've signed a new deal in his Scottish accent. I've signed a new deal because I want to be here. I want to help the club. And if we go down, I want to help come back up. I live here. I love the club. They give me everything when I was younger, blah, 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 and all this. And then it pisses off. It doesn't happen with players. And if it does, it's one of them what's all over YouTube, all over internet, going, yeah, look at that talking. He's not going anywhere. Everyone can keep saying it. All they want, he's not going anywhere. He's not. But, and I'm happy, and I'm happy honestly, But if he does, like, so what? Get some money for him. Yeah, why not? But he's staying. But, not, but the thing is, nobody's going to be buying any players. This when it, when it tells you how much money is being spent in transfer window, mark my words, this season will be one of the, like this summer, will be probably one of the lowest ones. Teams are going to get, teams are getting rid of players. Like, look look how many players we're going to be letting go. Like, so if you're in market for, for, a, midfiel- for a midfielder, you know, you've, you've, all them, you know, Adam, Adam Reach, why don't you get Adam Reach on a free transfer rather than having to, having to sign someone? For example, why would you get Dominic Iofa when you can get Tom, you know, you can get Tom Lee's if he's if he's going on a on a free. Do you know what I mean? Like these these or Van Arken or, or whatever. There's going to be so many players on free transfers that there's absolutely no reason why a team would actually need to spend any money. And that's just talking about Sheffield Wednesday. But if you look up and down, you know, the football league, there's going to be teams that are just getting. You know, if they've got a squad of 25 players, they're going to be down to 22 or something. Do you know what I mean? They're not going to be keeping these players on because they haven't got any money. Chairmans aren't going to be putting their hands in their pockets because it's all, you know, this season, they've been getting no money in. So they haven't got any money to spend. So the players that we've got under contract, they're going to be staying. Like, honestly, I would be very, very surprised if a team comes in. And the other thing as well is, why would a team come in to sign Dominic Iofa, who's been injured for best part of, you know, half a season? Then why would they spend the money on? They're not going to. If they're going to do anything... They might, they, you know, they might be on his radar. They might sign him in January. Do you know what I mean? They might think, no, well, let's see, let's see how he goes. Dominic Iofa, he's class, he's class. But listen, he's hardly, he's hardly flipping, he's, he's hardly world beater. Like Hector made a massive impact at us. He could do it at Fulham. He's, he's not even played at Fulham or whatever. Why would you risk all this for a player that Wolves let go? That has been brilliant for us yet. Then right back, then made his finger in the centre back. Then he had a few good games. He's amazing. Yeah, I want him at club, whatever. But he, he's, 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 he had two really good games and he's just something like it's ridiculous. This game's ridiculous. It's just beyond belief what's 
I don't, I don't, I can't even, I have no words to look, I've listened to Gary Neville earlier, I don't know if you saw that, did you see Gary Neville? With his, yeah, I did, yeah. He's brilliant, it, how passionate he were about these going to European leagues, and his whole money grabbing issue, you need to deduct him, he was so passionate, but he's on about money and football, listen, whatever, it's just all money now, nothing the same, I remember when I used to watch match at day, on a Saturday, they used to one game on a Sunday, Super Sunday, and everyone used to look up, wait for it, one game on a Sky Sports, now there's one on Premier Sports on a Friday night, one on BT on a Saturday night, one on Flipping Virgin on a thing, yeah, one on, um, Amazon Music on this and that. And then there's one game, Burnley v. Doc, Burnley v. Accrington Stanley kicking off at three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon and then match it days on with Gabby Logan instead of Gary Lineker for 20 minutes on a Saturday night. It's not the same anymore. None of it's the same. Do you know what I mean? You used to wait for Saturday night. You used to go on for an hour and 45 minutes, half 10 or whatever, till quarter past 12. Everyone used to used to get takeaways for it. Used to watch 10 games. Used to watch best one first, going to nil-nil at last. It used to be the best thing ever. It's just all Monday nights, crap. Even Wednesday, kicking off at three o'clock on a Saturday on Sky. It's just none of it makes sense. None of it. I don't get any of it. It's just I'm, lo- I'm losing love for it, but I'll never lose love for Wednesday. Do you know what I mean? It's just all. It's all very hard to explain, mate, isn't it? Yeah, I know. I know exactly. I know exactly what you mean. Myself and Jamie bring this podcast to you because we're both passionate Wednesday eyes, but it doesn't come without a cost. Now we're not doing this to get rich, but for less than the cost of a match day pint a pint, you can help support the podcast. By becoming a patron, you'll be helping with the hosting costs, as well as allowing us to purchase new equipment to further enhance the listening experience and allow us to continue producing this podcast for you each and every week. Just go to patreon.com forward slash WTID pod to become a patron of the podcast. Now, we don't want it to make you feel like you have to, but your support is genuinely appreciated. So thank you. Now, obviously, moving on to something a bit more, a bit more positive, people might have seen uh, on Instagram, um, Twitter and, and Facebook um, that we that we did something for uh, for a young lad called Max. Uh, do you want to just explain what we what we did, uh, Gemma? Yeah. So, like, first of all, like, everyone for raffle that's had to go on that. I appreciate it. Oh, it's been brilliant. Like just the feedback and the amount of people that have been like, oh, I'd love to help podcasts and stuff like this that now are going to become patrons and stuff like that. It's just it's fantastic. But I just saw Max and I saw him doing interviews with players and um, I, I spoke to his parents. They don't mind me mentioning he's got some holes and all that and he's just a, he was a great nice young lad and I thought you know what they've all fans have done all this and whatever whatever and this like this lad's 15 15 year old he's had to go on my raffle I didn't even see with 15 or whatever but his mum mum paid for him to have a got raffle and I seen him and I thought something like this would mean everything to him. So I just found one of old shirts instead of putting it on eBay to make a bit of money 70 80 quid or whatever for podcast or for anything I thought I'll get in touch with his mum don't tell him or anything and I'll just send him a shirt and that was it basically and when I've put it on when I sent him, I said, just do me a video. I want to see his face when he's opening it. And that, that's why it made my day like that there. And the, you've got Chitty Dunkley, even Izzy Brown. Anyway, Gary, uh, Barry Bannon message would been brilliant, that pal. The amount of publicity, like, I think clubs should have recognised it, to be honest, things like that. But anyway, it were, it were brilliant. It, it, just his reaction, all the players and stuff like it meant so much to him. And he'll be listening to this like he always does, Max. I'm glad you like the shirt, mate. You owe me a pint when you're 18. Um, but yeah, um, his parents are classic. They're just, they're just all um, amazing family, and they've got an octub I've seen on the Facebook. So I, I'm thinking I'm gonna go around for a beer one day. But yeah, um, <laughs> it would just, it would, it would just brilliant. It's, it all adds up to that with Raffle, like people helping me. And I thought, you know what, we'll do, I'll do something back for people. And it's me and you doing this podcast every week. We're doing stuff to raise a bit of money, which we have. So why can't we give something back? Like, with me and you, James, you'll message a million people. I don't know what your Facebook's like, but I speak to so many people. At, uh, thank, thanks for this podcast you're doing really well and it's so true and all this and whatever and we do different things in different times and as soon as I've sent that I messaged you and you were like brilliant that, this is something we need, we should have done and and it, we're just on the same level when it comes to things like this aren't we yeah man and, and honestly when I, when I saw his face as well it like, just, put, just makes you smile doesn't it do you know what I mean like, it 100 oh, times, it's, it's, 
you know, there's more to football than, than three points. And I know today we've got, you know, we've got angry and irate and, you know, because obviously we're, we're passionate about it, aren't we? Yeah, but yeah. sometimes when you, when you, you know, take a step back and, you know, yeah. Look, he's got a, he's got a signed shirt, and he's at, and he was absolutely buzzing, weren't he? And yeah. to be fair, I want I want to know who's who's painted his wall because that looked absolutely it's brilliant. Isn't it? I'll tell you another thing, James. That that is brilliant, man. And I was thinking it needs to be him buying me bloody shirts, to be honest. But <laughs> but yeah, but you know what? Brilliant at the beginning. You see him trying to open it, and he says, "Oh, I thought that was a shirt." Then at the beginning, his mum says to him, "If you listen to it, you have obviously listened properly." But she says, um, "Oh, Jamie sent you this," and he just thought you were a letter saying thanks for listening. He just read the front bit of the letter I wrote him. And he said, "Oh, I'll tell you, thanks so much. I thought that was a shirt then, and it, and then me watching that, knowing it was going to be a shirt, and he's it just made, it made me to put it in my eye. And I'm sure it'd be a lot of fans. I've I've had I counted it because I wanted to say it. I've had 296 messages of people I don't know on different social media platforms saying, brilliant, thanks for that, mate. That way it puts a smile on your face. Blah blah. blah. That that means more to me than all else. And I know you know it does with you, James. And it brings you back to that as well, like um, little things. Marshall Scott, he donated loads of things." for his for podcast. He's having family problems, some to his uncle at the minute. I don't want to mention too much, but I hope he's all right. You've got Sam Mitchell from school who listens to it every week. He listens to every He's recently got in touch with me. He's bringing us together and stuff like that. Paul Mitchell on Facebook, um, Wednesday group and that. He's, he's brilliant. He's, he's in fans group on there. I think it's um, fans on one he's got. Whatever. You've got Chris Eyre who's speaking to me. He's in a, I think it's Harbinger. He's heavy, heavy metal band or whatever it is that's called. He's like, it won't be yours. But anyway, if anybody's into that sort of stuff, listen to that. That's Chris Ayers, Harbinger, their band. Stephen Odkin, he came third in Raffle. I'm sending him free signed programs. Leanne Warren's dad, she, I'm sending him a few programs. Adam Shirty shirt won Raffle. So I'm going to send him all shirts and whatever that he won. And then the main one, you've got people like this. Tom Sandham, a message, mate. He's from Dubai. Shout out to Dubai Owls. Anyone in Facebook getting in touch with him, he says there's loads over in Dubai and more and more getting in touch every day. He's got a Facebook group, so keep look at that. I'll, I'll, I'll send a link or whatever on podcasts and stuff. It's called Tom Sandham, T-H-O-M, Sandham, S-A-N-D-H-A-M, Dubai Owls on Facebook. There's loads of them out in Dubai that have listened to our podcast, and he says out there, the, the different time zones, bloody, 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 listen to us, and he says it. It makes him feel at home and stuff. So all this now, it just it just makes it makes it makes me feel good about what we're doing. And honestly, it, like I get I get people messaging me saying um, it's part of my Monday routine. They, they, they wake up on a Monday and first thing they do is, is put podcast on and listen to us. I'm sure quite a lot of you listening now will be doing exactly the same. And it's just like I know I keep saying it, but when when we first started doing it, I, th- I thought they were just going to be talking. To ourselves, I didn't think we'd have this many people people listening. So it's it's, it's brilliant, and yeah, we've got we've got another episode coming up on Thursday with Miguel Liera. I know you obviously have listened to the Jose Semedo interview, and obviously Liera spoke quite highly of him. So we thought we'd get to get the man on himself just to see what he had to what he had to say. I think what we're good about that and all James is how different you were. Like he weren't the one that was passionate, saying, "Oh, I love fans singing my night my name and." It, obviously a bit of a language barrier and whatever and a bit more professional in a way and, and just a very different footballer for very different levels so that's what's interesting with people like this because he weren't on my level bouncing about and whatever and he weren't getting hyped up or whatever but he just looked at things a lot differently and he would listen to yeah he did like he, he were he were a proper professional about about his things and and especially yeah, when did. when you said to him did, did you hear that you know did you hear the song and he's like when i'm on the pitch it's just about the football, and he's like saying that he, he like blocked it all out. And you're thinking, how can you block it all out? Every, like everyone's singing, singing your Semedo song. Like like, didn't it? Semedo felt like God. Yeah. He, he didn't even know yeah. he had a song about him because he blocked it out on pitch. It's mental. <laughs> I know it's crazy. And then another one that we spoke to, which I do want to talk about because I thought yeah. they were incredible. Fantastic. Were, uh, 
Neil Mellor. Like, honestly, he's only there for a season on loan. But do you, honestly, he His knew. knowledge. Oh, mate, he just knew it, everything, didn't he? It's, it's unbelievable, honestly. People only see that. He had he got all his background set up, didn't he, with Wednesday stuff. You can tell he's on media. He was so professional. He was so highly spoken Wednesday. His brother's a Wednesday fan who goes to all games because he gets arrested in a way and all that. He's just... It, it was absolutely fantastic. I can't wait for him to do that. It was James, honestly, mate. How good was he in every level? He was brilliant, weren't he? Yeah, and it's like things he was saying, like, it, like we were talking about a game, and he's just like going, "Yeah, uh, it was 30, 36 minute." Um, Tom's Tommy Spur picked it up on the left. He put played a forty-five yard pass. Uh, I controlled it with my left foot, and then I took three touches and I hit it with my right foot. And keeper died. It's like. I, I don't even know all that stuff. Like honestly, I, I would like. I, I don't even know what I had for my tea last week. Do you know every what I mean? like, quiz question. <laughs> every quiz question, Jim. Yeah, quiz were pointless, mate. Weren't it? To be fair. Like, like, I mean, like so, so Neil, so Neil. Um, what <laughs> minute did your dad score in in boxing in massacre? Oh, I don't know. Thirty-six minutes, twelve seconds, and he was wearing uh, Calvin Klein underpants, and he had some blue socks on, and dude, like literally, like what the? Do you know what I mean? He was mad. Right, right then, Neil. If you'd have said to him, what blade of grass did you score on? He'd have probably told you. I know, him. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be incredible. It'd be that, yeah, that one's coming out in a, in a couple of weeks' time. So, yeah, please uh, you know, stay tuned for that one. Um, that'll probably come out, well, we'll, we'll all be relegated by then. So there's something to, uh, something to cheer you up with. And obviously in future, we'll get fan, especially over the uh, season, um, when the season's ended, we're going to get fans involved, get a few people on, uh, speaking to people. Um get them on podcast, get the thoughts and things like this. And just basically, we're going to try and set a studio apart and get, get a little thing yourself. Oh, that's another thing I told you, James. I had a message of Daniel Padills asking if he wanted some boots last night. I said, what what, what, what what do you mean? He's like, yeah, do you want some signed boots? Uh, I'll send you some signed boots to put up Angle Pitch Studio because he sees it on podcasting background and that just, the, the support we're getting is brilliant. Oh, and Padill wants to be at Wednesday, by the way. He said he'd love to be back at Wednesday for a season. Now he's left there. Class. But anyway. What size is like it? That. What? What size, what size shoe is it? It's not whatever size you are, mate. It's getting hung up. But, but yeah, even I'm way, just mate, thinking, five aside league, they look class then, walking out with pretty old boots on. They look good. I'll, I'll tie them on. I'm size 12, bro. I'll just tie them around my ankles. But yeah, either way, James, right? we're, getting, <laughs> we're getting more people involved. We're, we're trying to read questions out. We have read everyone's questions out, but most we can. And thanks to everyone for listening again. And um, we'll see you next time. Fantastic. Yeah, see you guys next week, everyone. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.